Hello, hello, and welcome to another Win Daily Sports Show. My name is Michael Rozeal. I got my man Stovey here with me, and we are recapping NFL Week 13 on this beautiful, beautiful Tuesday night while we have the Cowboys and Ravens in the background. Stovey, man, how you doing today? Oh, great. Get the double dip today. Not too bad. Yeah, you get me oh, twice yeah. in one day. You're oh, you yeah. you oh, lucky yeah. dog. I'm you getting all I'm getting all dog. fancy. Got me a got me a little a little tasty adult beverage. I'm mm. run, run down all these games tonight. A little libation. Yes, we are gonna be going game by game, talking a little bit about what we liked, what we didn't, what we saw, what we might not have uh seen coming, and, and really just kind of give uh give you a little recap. I guess Stobie, I gotta start. How um how were your lineups? How were your bets? How you make some money this past week? I was way too heavy on Derrick Henry, mm. so and I didn't have any Waller. So oh, so I no, tell, yeah, not much, no, yeah, not much. no, no, I donated well, to everybody else's calls. Hey man, <laughs> we need people like you in this community as well. As long as you're winning more often than not, that is the goal. But hey man, I probably would have went pretty heavy on Derrick Henry as well, but. I didn't. So we're good. Um, let us start at well first, uh, windailysports.com backslash chat. Make sure you get in that chat. That's where I found out that Des was out. Brian Tulock at Tulock Sports beat ESPN. They beat Fantasy Life. He beat everybody. I don't know where the hell he saw it, but that dude is incredible. I will vouch every single day for the Fantasy Life app if you do not have it. It is faster than everybody else except the Windelly Sports Discord, because that is where you're getting all the information. So shout out to our good friend at Tulock telling us that Dez was out for the game. So windailysports.com backslash chat. Hop in that bad boy and get going. So, Sobe, let's start with uh, the Saints and the Falcons. Saints end up winning 21-16. to 16. Falcons made it kind of interesting late, but I guess we can kind of finally say maybe Taysom Hill's a real quarterback? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Yeah, I mean, he threw his first uh, first couple of passing touchdowns um, of the season starting. I, it, he's looked better than I, any than I thought he was. Mm-hmm. You know, I, he just always seemed like a gadget player. I didn't expect Jameis Winston to be getting brought in as a backup and not, not, to, yeah, not, yeah, not, not to Taysom Hill. I didn't think he'd be a backup to Taysom Hill, but clearly yeah. either Sean Payton hate, hates Jameis Winston or well, we already knew he was in love with Jason Hill. We already they, knew that, yeah, like, oh yeah, they have a very special relationship. <laughs> it is, yeah, it's something. Uh, hey, if it works for them, it works for them. Who the hell am I? Uh, outside of that, Michael Thomas finally gets back into the 100-yard club. 11 targets, nine receptions, 105 yards. That is a Michael Thomas stat line. We should be seeing those a little bit more often. Didn't end up getting in the box. Jared Cook got one of those touchdowns. Tyquan Smith. Uh, Trey Quan yeah, Smith. I, I apologize. Saw, I saw that Trey Quan Smith touchdown. I, I, people were tilting their face off on that one. I love <laughs> because, it. You know, Trey Quan is just you know silent for God, weeks I and just turns around and vultures touchdown. Doesn't so, get any better than that. Um, no. A little bit. One other thing that's kind of nice. Uh, Alvin Kamara back in the box, fifteen attempts, eighty-eight yards. Not too much in the pass game again, which is still I just don't understand it. Um, but finally running the ball a little bit again, that's kind of nice to see, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. And I think that's what we're going to see with Kamara. He'll, he's going to have, he's going to have to get more carries now and get his workload because it's just not Taysom Hill's game. If, if instead of, you know, Drew Brees uses them in a short passing game, essentially just extra run plays, but they don't really need to with Taysom's legs. The field's going to be a little bit more spread out with, uh, with a quarterback like Taysom on the field creates more running lanes. It's just not going to be something that he's going to have to do a lot of. He'll get us, you know, three, four targets a game maybe. And that's, that's about it. Yeah. And it looks like uh, the saints had about 200 rushing yards, if I'm not mistaken, just looking 
207. Yeah. yeah. So like clearly they, they pounded the ball on the ground, taste them through for 232 in the air on the Falcon side. Matt Ryan threw for 273, but 19 of 39, not very good, did have a touchdown. Um, RIP Todd Gurley, eight attempts, 16 yards, just kind of sad at this point. I I mean, I guess he'll be on a team next year, but, like, who? Back up. I yeah, mean, uh, honestly, he's, he's, he's reached back up role. I mean, the only I think the only reason I think he's starting now is because they don't – you know, Brian Hill, uh, he hasn't proven anything yet. I know he's nope. had flashes, but – I don't I don't see it with him. I think they need to go ahead and draft a running back. Yeah, it's kind of sad. Uh, Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones, both 10 targets. Both uh, Calvin Ridley eclipses 100. Julio is just under at 94. Of course, Russell Cage catches the touchdown, though. Hayden Hurst dicked me over pretty hard. One reception for four yards, dude. I saw him drop, a, I saw him dro- I saw him drop one that that he should have. He, he should have keyed in on, no problem. I can't, I can't remember where it was. I just saw it. I, I, they flipped through it on the red zone just mm-hmm. real quick, and it was him dropping a pass and staring at his hands like they caused it. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was his hands' fault, right? Um, so I think that's enough from that game. Falcons, sorry, the uh, Saints are 10-2. and two. They are they have clinched a playoff berth, and they look oh. to be one of the best teams. Tulak called, didn't Tulak call Julio at 2% ownership? I think the whole team was on him. It might have been two locks, so I don't want to take anything I, I away know somebody, from him. Yeah, I know somebody started it. That's I know Ghost was heavy on him, and mm-hmm. once he was ruled in, I know Adam as well because he was super cheap and he was super low-owned. And I mean, yeah, hey, 6,600, I think he was. Six catches, 94 yards. That would have been nice to get a little bit more, but I don't think that's a bad day at all. That's a, that's a pretty mm-hmm. solid stat line for a wide receiver outside of not getting in the box with that 100 yards. So mm-hmm. not too bad at all. Uh, let's move on to... Was kind of a throttling. Uh, the Cleveland Browns kicking the shit out of the Titans. Um, game ends up being forty-one to thirty-five, but at half, this game was thirty-eight to seven. Oh my goodness! Uh, Baker Mayfield. I saw someone said he went nuclear, and I liked that a lot. So I'm going to steal it. Three thirty-four, four touchdowns. Nick Chubb had eighty and a touchdown on the no, ground. No interceptions. No. Yeah. Not right. Kind of no nice. Kind of nice. Uh, maybe, may you know, I know we all spent the offseason kind of bagging on him and he had a rough start to the beginning of the year, but he's winning. He's uh, something. You know, every, you know, we'll all say he's undersized, turns the ball over, makes bad decisions, but he's starting to get it done. And, you know, he, he did it. He, they didn't need the run game. He beat him in the air. Did you see that really? Did you see that really cool like slide he had after he threw that touchdown pass? If you haven't, anybody out there, you included Stubby. He it was so cool. He went like someone was celebrating in the end zone after Baker threw a touchdown to him. Just look up. You could probably just Google search Baker Mayfield slide. It is so sweet. And that's what I like about Baker the most. He's just a cool dude. Oh yeah, his commercials are kind of funny. I did well last year. They were bad because. He was so bad. This year, it's it's fun again. Now that they're winning, it's funny. (laughs) Exactly. Now, now again, it is fun. Um, So Cleveland actually only rushes for 118 yards. uh, So not nearly as much as expected. But again, when Baker throws for three over 300, throws for four touchdowns as well. I mean, they they did they did absolute work to this Titans team. Um, Tannehill, his stat line ends up looking pretty good: 389, three touchdowns. But again. That's essentially all came in the second half, which again, when you're down 38 to seven, the whole second half at that point in garbage time. Yeah, he didn't look good that first half. They they had him confused the entire day. And actually, Tennessee was an onside kick away from having a shot. Yeah, exactly. They were, which was wild. 
I mean, but, yeah, it's still it's yeah. crazy to think about that. But yeah, I, I don't know. I felt like the Browns. This was even when it got close. It was still like it's close. Uh, I still think Tennessee is going to win. And they yeah, covered, too. They covered easily, and that's the important part. Uh, as you said, you were, you were heavy on Derrick Henry. That didn't work yeah. out so well. 60 yards, one catch for nine yards. So that was pretty unfortunate. But Corey Davis, 11 receptions, 182, yeah. and a touchdown. A.J. Brown, four for 87. I think he even returned one to the house, which was pretty sweet. Um, anything else from this game of note uh, that you liked, you didn't like? Maybe something that you were – interested in seeing and might have played out a little bit uh Rashard Higgins is actually a thing that's something to look at for for Mm -hmm. next week and you know Jarvis Landry rolling into that number one spot honestly he he clearly suits Baker as a number one more than OBJ and I didn't think that was going to be the case but Landry is he's not a dink and dunk guy anymore he's an an all-around wide receiver it's kind of nice to see uh, Jarvis Landry, 10 targets, eight receptions, 62 yards, a touchdown. He also had six passing yards, which was kind of mm-hmm. cute. You always yeah, love yeah he, likes oh, to throw, yeah, he likes to throw them every once in a while, which is actually pretty cool. He's got a good arm. Hey, man. Now, uh, Corey, Corey Davis, he's earning his contract at the end of this offseason. You remember we talked early on in the year yep. about having foot surgery um, and getting that healed up. He's said he's 100%, and he said it's night and day difference. And Happy to hear it. Obvious. Yeah, I mean, the dude is killing it. Mm-hmm. Finally, it only took like five years. Yeah, um, <laughs> top 10 pick hasn't done anything till this year, but you know, totally. Worth it. Hey man, go get paid. I'm always for it. Plus those NFL contracts are all bullshit anyway. They're essentially just two years for X mm-hmm. dollars and then you get cut. But uh, yeah, it's just, it's just a sign in bonus. That's pretty much what yeah. you're getting. But, Except uh, unless you're, uh, um, oh man, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> yeah, all, then they're all, all guaranteed. All was it 84 million and guaranteed? All guaranteed, baby. That dude hasn't not had guaranteed contracts. Uh, shout out to Kirk Cousins, too. So yeah, good out. for him, man. Good <laughs> for him. Uh, let's move on to a really funny one. The Raiders end up winning 31 to 28. I don't have to tell you that Greg Williams is an idiot because Greg Williams was already fired by the time you're listening to this. So <laughs> that is always a lot of fun. Raiders definitely should have lost. They end up winning. My buddy texts me. He's a big Raiders fan. So that was pretty cool. David Carr or Derek Carr. Hello. Sorry. Back in the past. 381, three touchdowns. Uh, Devontae Booker. Shout out our good founder, Jason. I know he was very heavy on Devontae Booker. That didn't work out. Sorry, buddy. Um, Yeah. David David Carr again. Derek Carr, four touchdowns total. He had a pick. Uh, Sam Darnold. Yikes, man. It's just kind of sad at this point. But Ty Johnson, 22 attempts, 104 and a touchdown. Um, looks like they have Josh Adams back there as well. Former Philadelphia. Great. Uh, so that, that's kind of funny. And obviously Darren Waller, 17 targets, 13 receptions, 200 on the dot, two TDs. Henry Ruggs catches that last bomb goes three for 40 or for 84 and a touchdown. Jamison Crowder had two TDs on the other side. Anything from this Jets Raiders game that caught your eye? Uh, not really. I mean, other than Ruggs' explosiveness there, but it took the end of the game. Yeah, uh, it's. I wish they would work him into the offense a little bit more because clearly they need him. But I mean, he showed up when it mattered. Uh, Derek Carr has had a couple of bad games, uh, you know, in a stretch. He played. He played like crap last week too. So I. I don't know if it's a a matter of them kind of hitting the slump at the worst possible time. But ever since they lost to KC, it's. It's not good. I mean, it, they're kind of worrying me a little bit. I thought they were for sure getting in the playoffs with the way that they were they were playing early on in the season. I'm hoping so. Um, 
what is their record? What are they? Seven and five. So they still have, they still have their, you know, yeah, they're still having, not, it's yeah. not like they're. Out oh there. yeah. Oh, I think they're still like in that top seven, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but the Patriots are going to be nipping at their heels. Patriots won, so obviously they also Patriots beat the Raiders. So they have the upper hand there. Uh, Frank Gore gets hurt like on the first play of the game. So thankfully I picked him up late to, to slot him in, in one of my season long teams. Perfect. <laughs> uh, gotta love it. Ty Johnson, Josh Adams, anything from, from you think from a kind of a season long, especially with the championship and the, the playoffs rolling around. Do you, do they do anything for you? Or are you just afraid to start anybody on this jets offense? I, I keep waiting to see Denzel Mims go off and it just, it's, it hasn't happened yet. And I, I don't know how much of it is Darnold. I don't know how much of it is Gase. I don't know. I don't know if he's just raw, but the guy's a physical freak. And if you can snag him up in dynasty leagues right now, I would recommend doing it because he is built like a prototypical, you know, Julio Jones, DK Metcalf. His size and speed combination is right in line with that. Maybe just a touch slower, but not much. Brick shithouse, I'll say mm-hmm. it for you there, buddy. Um, all right, let's move on. Another exciting game, Minnesota 27, Jacksonville 24. We tra- we had tank, and this went to OT. Uh, so we had teams trying to tank their little hearts out, and it was working. Um, it was definitely working. Mike Glennon, 284 and a touchdown. Uh, James Robinson still killing it, 78 and a touchdown on the ground. Kirk Cousins, 305, three TDs. Justin Jefferson is an absolute friggin' Animal, 12 targets, 9 receptions, 102 and a TD. Adam Thielen, 8 catches, 75 and a touchdown. LaVisca Chanel also gets in the end zone. Good for you, dude. Colorado product. Um, And Dalvin Cook, it took a little while, but he finally hit that 100-yard mark. Ends up with 120. Didn't really see this coming. Uh, I thought the Jags would cover because 10.5 is a really big number, and I don't think the Vikings are that good, but this was a pretty good game. Anything that you notice, especially from a fantasy standpoint? Mike Glennon's actually a reasonable quarterback for stretches of the time. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think he's to be starting. I, I think he's going to get benched here next week anyway because uh, the the mustache is his. He, he was the backup quarterback, so he's probably going to be back in the game here on Sunday. You know, Robinson. We all know how great he is. Mm-hmm. Um, Dalvin Cook kind of killed everybody with that ninety five hundred dollar price tag on DK. I mean, he still did fine, but he didn't score. And he didn't really do it. You know, he caught six balls. So, I mean, he had an all-around decent day, but you needed 40 points from him to pay off. Yeah. Uh, Justin Jefferson, I I picked him up everywhere I could in seasonal, and he's just – he's proved me right. The guy's a freaking nature. He is awesome. Like, to be a rookie and to be this quality on your routes, on catching the ball, on on just connecting with, you know, a mediocre to above-average quarterback like Cousins – and it'd just be doing this now is it's crazy. It usually takes some, you know, second season is when they really go off, but he's just, he's killing it. Yeah. He has very clearly been the best wide receiver. I would say out of this. Yeah, rookie I class. I mean, there's him, there's T Higgins has been good rugs. We've seen has kind of been, he's been okay. Uh, yep. Jerry judy has been good, but okay. Yeah. CD lamb, but that's not his good. fault. I can't blame him. He, he looked good when Dak was in. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know what, what could have been on that one, but yeah, he's. I think he's the top of the class, and yeah. it takes a step forward again next year. I mean, what's what's going to be going on with Minnesota? Isn't Cousins in a isn't his contract up this year? No, he signed an extension. Oh, uh, they are. extension I think he, he's on another two year, like 
60 something million, 70 million. Again, all guaranteed. Shout out Kirk Cousins um, for what, what he's happens, done. What happens when they build more chemistry? It's going to be fun, man. I mean, Justin yeah, like, Jefferson, the first the first couple games of the year, I was actually just listening to an interview with Kirk Cousins, and they were talking about how they had him in the slot because that's where he played at LSU. But when you look, LSU had next to Alabama, like one of the greatest wide receiving cores like of all time. We have Terrace Marshall and Jamar Chase who are both going to be first-round picks. You have um, – and then you had Justin Jefferson coming out who obviously was a first-round pick. So he played the slot – and they realize, like, hey, let's move him outside and see what happens. And, oh, my God, it turns out he's really good. And that's when you just kind of saw, like, all of a sudden, he just started putting up monster, monster numbers. And he – I can't remember the stat, but, it like, he's in – it's, like, him, Randy Moss, and, like, two other all-time wide receiver greats for, like, the most yards through X games, like Calvin Johnson and Jerry Rice, like some ridiculous stat like that. And he's up there for, like, the most yards through 12 games or whatever it is. And it's not surprising at all. Yeah, it's it's fantastic to watch, and I don't know why they thought they were going to move Thielen to the outside. Anyway, Thielen's always been better in the slot. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, well, you keep Thielen in there. I guess they were just waiting to see him develop a little bit and yep. make sure he was ready before they moved him out there. But I can tell – I mean, you can clearly see why they weren't worried about losing Diggs. Yeah, yeah. Also, um, shout-out shout out to the Philadelphia Eagles for taking Jalen Rager uh, before Justin Jefferson. And then if we really want to – everybody's made the joke enough times, but – taking J.J. Ortega Whiteside ahead of D.K. Metcalf. So look at that. Carson Wentz might not have had to been benched. We'll get to that game. Don't okay. worry. But. Well, at least it's not Mitchell Trubisky over Patrick Mahomes. So. Well, okay. Patrick Mahomes, I mean, I'm still – Patrick Mahomes, we had no idea. He came from a Texas oh, yeah. Tech offense. That, yeah. But, like, taking Mitchell Trubisky over Deshaun Watson is just yeah, as perfect. criminal. Mm-hmm. We saw Mitchell Trubisky play like shit in the Sun Bowl against a crappy Stanford team. And then we saw Deshaun Watson go up against Alabama multiple times in the national championship game. And still uh, Chicago was like, we want Mitchell Trubisky. This they is a good it up for him too, didn't they? Love it. Love that, it. Yeah I, yeah, I remember that was – they were dogging them on that from the, from the jump. Yeah, that was, that was terrible. I'm in. Uh, let's move on. Kind of boring game, Miami 19, Cincinnati 7. Uh, we find out actually close to lock that Tua ended up becoming the starter. Does pretty well. Didn't do so hot in the beginning, but it started to pick up a little bit. 296 and a touchdown. Miles Gaskin did pretty well, 90 on the ground. I think he cut a uh, two for 51 through the air. Mike Kosicki finally comes out of his shell. Nine catches, 88 yards, and a touchdown, which was really nice. On the other side, it's just kind of sad. Um, Brandon Allen, 11 and a 19. Ryan Finley, 6 of 7. Tyler Boyd, 0 of 1. Tyler Boyd had one catch for 72 yards and a touchdown, which was hysterical. There was a huge fight in this game, which was kind of like mm-hmm. something. Yeah, but nobody uh, got nobody got tossed for it. Yeah, two, a couple guys did. Did they get tossed? Because I know, yeah. I know they were talking about it. I thought it sounded like they weren't tossing people. No, okay. there's actually a funny clip on the internet I was tagged in of the ref trying to to, to sort out all the, the penalties. It's actually pretty funny. Another worth your watch um yeah that's about it from this game i don't really think there's yeah there's not, much there's not much worry to talk about, about cincinnati is to be continued for next season yeah. and the dolphins are surprisingly good defensively this year after that week three mm-hmm. game where they remember while actually we were doing the showdown um that day and against jacksonville they changed up from the uh yep. cover two cover two deep and they they changed over to a new style and it, it's been it's been a different ball game ever since it has been working for them. So I'll take it. I actually put a uh, $25 bet a couple weeks ago, actually on Thanksgiving, put a $25 bet on the dolphins to make the playoffs. It was not too much, but it was plus money. It was like plus plus one thirty, I think. So, uh, hey. plus money in that. And yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll take it. 
I actually like them more than New England. Yeah, which is kind of crazy. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I still think New England's got a shot, but uh, it's obviously only for the the wild. Excuse me for the wild card. Now, if New England doesn't really win out, it's going to be pretty difficult uh, for them to get in either way. But we'll get to them in a second. Let's go back to the Chicago Bears and how stupid they are. Uh, they have a nice big lead in this game and let it get away. They were up. 23 to 13 at one point they were up 30 to 20 at one point mitch has a really bad fumble and they end up losing 34 to 30 to the detroit lions bears are bad um that is the most chicago thing yeah i don't know man montgomery solid game 72 yards two touchdowns that's always nice caught a few balls for 40 yards as well cordero corderell Corderal had uh, 10 for 59 in a touchdown, so clearly they're trying to incorporate him much more into the running game. 10, 10 attempts, that's actually kind of a lot. Um, Allen Robinson, 6 for 75. He was only targeted seven times, and I say that because he's usually targeted at like 14. On the other side, Matt Stafford threw for like 400 yards. Yeah, 403 touchdowns. Adrian Peterson got in the box a couple times. And Mohamed Sanu came back to life. Good for him. Marvin Jones Jr., eight for 116 and a touchdown. Um, I don't know, man. Like, this this game was weird. There's a lot of points, but it didn't feel like there was too much. If you didn't have Stafford or Jones or Montgomery, you really didn't get too much fantasy-wise from this game. Yeah, and not many people were playing besides Montgomery and, I guess, well, Montgomery, Trubisky, and Allen. Yeah. I didn't I think people were playing Hawkinson as a run back for the most part. You know, nobody was expecting mm-hmm. Marvin Jones, but – he always does this. He'll have the random mm-hmm. you know, game, but next week he's going to turn around. Is he going to catch three for 32 exactly, and, yeah. and you know, drop three pat, three, three of his six targets? You know, this is, mm-hmm. that's always been his thing. Adrian Peterson is the one that, that surprised me a little bit because I was actually as bad as Detroit's been playing the last, last couple of weeks. I was, even with Mitch, I was expecting Chicago to get ahead and stay ahead. And I was expecting Carryon Johnson to get more of the work over Adrian Peterson because the um, interim coaching staff and the front office was talking about going back to their younger players, um, going to guys like Quintez Cephas and you know Hawkinson, and uh, yeah, that it it was just kind of weird that they went ahead and stuck with him in the running game when they Carryon Johnson was a good running back. No, he wasn't. Uh, oh, he, um, no, he I thought wasn't. he had. Looking year before he got busted. He I mean, good. he was all right, uh, but the Lions coaching staff has clearly just hated him the whole time. Like, he, yeah, I mean, maybe, he's yeah, solid. maybe he, I just don't watch him enough. But I mean, I either think, I I okay. I, I thought he'd be a better. I think he's a better option than. I mean, he's not going to pass DeAndre Swift. I get that, but no, yeah, it should be a reasonable backup. And he should, you know, I was expecting a you know sixty forty workload between him and Peterson. That didn't seem yeah. too out. I think that's the thing. I mean, on Thanksgiving, we saw him get a little bit of a run too. Yeah, I think he, had yeah. like, we, I know we hit the over. I don't remember what it was, but we hit the over on that bet, yeah, which was It's just weird. Like, why? Like, Adrian Peterson's a million years old. Like, just cut Adrian Peterson, let him go to a contending team, see what he can do there, and, and run carry on Johnson. Like, I don't really understand. But hey, AP, you're going to do what you're going to do. The dude's like a million years old. Shout out to him uh, yeah, for doing makes- that. He's still in way better health than I'll ever be in my life. And he <laughs> eats nothing but junk food. So. Hey, man. Hey, man. It's That's not a you thing. That's a, He's a professional athlete, and you're wearing a Papa Roach shirt. So. <laughs> hey, look, that was a good concert. Thank you very I'm much. I'm sure you had a great time. I'm sure I would have had a great time, too. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, and uh, Marvin Jones, last thing I'll say about this game is 
while he did have a blow up game, this is usually his 250 and three touchdown game. He usually has one of those every year. I'm surprised it wasn't this one. Um, but hey, shout out to Marvin Jones. Let's yep. move on. AFC South battle, AFC South matchup Colts, the Texans. Um, not too bad. Colts win by six on the road as kind of expected. Uh, not too much scoring in the second half. There's literally two points in the second half. There was a safety. Indiana uh, Indianapolis got a safety, which was kind of funny. So that's something. Uh, Phillip Rivers, 285, two touchdowns. Deshaun Watson, 341, got one on the ground through a pick as well. Jonathan Taylor, finally, 13 rushes, 91 yards. He also has a couple catches, a really long one on fourth down for a touchdown. So he ends up with well over 100 total yards. T.Y. Hilton back from the dead as well. And Kiki Kuti and Chad Hansen. Uh, please stand up if you had them leading the Texans in receiving yards. Uh, I didn't have that. <laughs> I did I did use them. I was, I, I was recommending uh, Kiki Kuti to, to folks. I mean, he was rolling into that number two spot. I figured, you know, the, they're not going to run on the Colts, especially with the defensive line all back. He was going to throw. I just – I did not anticipate it all going to the wide receivers. I thought the tight ends were going to get a lot more work than they did. I mean, I didn't I didn't see who, – who did you say was the other not, – uh, not Ch- Chad Hansen? Chad Hansen. That sounds yes. like a fake name. Like, that yeah. literally sounds yeah, like a fake exists. name. He doesn't <laughs> exist. Somebody made this up. So. Shout out Chad Hansen. Come on the pod. Uh, Duke Johnson, though, six catches, uh, 24 yards. So you got six points if you're in PPR there. And then, yeah, Jordan Akins, Darren Fells combined two catches for 10 yards, four total targets. Not much going on there. And Trey Burton didn't get a touchdown. That kind of stinks. Yeah, Trey. Well, they got three healthy, uh, or do they get two healthy tight ends now? Three. Is Jack Doyle's back. Okay. I was going to say, I thought Jack Doyle was back. So yeah. that's all that's going to be hit or miss. I mean, I know they like to use him on the end of rounds and the mm-hmm. running plays every once in a while. So, but Jonathan Taylor, I, finally, I know everybody was was talking about it was going to be a John, Jonathan Taylor day, game, and it finally paid off. It finally um, paid off. I do have to ask though, how about um, Ty? Kind of something to come, or the fact that the Texans are just that bad. I just, I still think he has it in him. I think who's throwing him the ball is the problem. Mm-hmm. And that that's always been my thing with Rivers can't push the ball down the field. And I know he, he kind of somehow gets these games where he's, you know, 280, 300, 310, and a couple of touchdowns. But you can tell he can't throw the ball 25 yards. You know what I mean? And that's that's T.Y.'s whole game. You know, double moves across, uh, you know, across the middle, deep routes. And that's just not what, not what Rivers kind of is known for. So if they get a quarterback with a stronger arm, if it or if at some point in time they decide to go back to Jacoby Brissett, which I highly doubt, I'd expect a little more production out of them. But I'll just take this as an outlier game. I still like Pittman yeah. going forward. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he had an okay game. I know we had the over on his yards through the model, but it didn't end up quite there. Five targets, five receptions, forty-six yards. I mean, that's not it's not bad by any stretch of the means. You'll get paid if you put up those numbers, kid. But yeah, it's uh, not not quite what we were hoping for. I think we had the over under about 40 or 53 i also just want to say as of recording as i said we're watching literally watching the ravens cowboys game miles boykin 38 yard pass from lamar jackson nice not too bad not too bad for that touchdown let's go um all right and i say that only because i took the over on miles boykin's yards very very close to lock uh, and i think it was like eight and a half so yeah, that's it is. 
I was telling people, Miles, yeah, a couple of folks asked me about mm-hmm. Boykin. I think he's, I thought yeah. it was a good, just because you got Snead out too. So he's going to be getting the majority of third wide receiver. That was know. one of your plays during the showdown throwdown. So hopefully people paid attention because that literally play, paid off on one play. <laughs> so hey, that's all he needs. <laughs> yeah, that's all you need. Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson has a pick already, but he also has a couple of touchdowns, which was fun too. Um, all right, let's back to the recap because again, uh, that's what we're here to do. Giants, Seahawks. Holy shit, the Giants won. Uh, I don't know how the hell this happened. Losing five to nothing at the half. They end up, Alfred Morris gets two touchdowns somehow. The field goal by Graham Gano. Chris Carson ends up with a touchdown as well. And man, Seahawks are falling off a freaking ledge. I don't know what the hell happened. Russ, 27 of 43 for 263, a touchdown and a pick. He did have 45 rushing yards as well chris carson 65 on the ground carlos Hyde is pretty much done two attempts there and carlos Hyde did get a little out of the pass catching game but chris carson had more targets and more yards six uh six targets three catches 45 yards on the giant side really nothing to pay attention to wayne gallman had a really nice 60 yard run ends up with one 35 total as i said alfred morris had two touchdowns so please stand up if you had that bet in because a dollar on that would have made you a very rich man alone um outside of that man i don't know what the hell to make of this game like i don't think the giants are this good i know we just watched it so i know everyone's going to be slobbing on them moving forward but hey man take yeah, a win, take a win. Uh, I mean, they, they they won so first thing First things first, they they beat Seattle, one of the better teams in the league. I don't care if they had a bad game. I think this was just a matter of the Giants' strength going against Seattle's biggest weakness. Because if from the start of the season, I've been telling everybody the the front four and the linebacking group for the Giants is is good, solid. Yeah, it's their secondary where they were they've they've struggled, but you know their secondary has tightened up over the last few mm-hmm. weeks, and they, they are turning into a solid defensive team. Yeah. Now, as long as Daniel Jones doesn't turn the ball over, that's that is a winning formula. It might not win you a Super Bowl, but it'll get you in the playoffs. It might. It's been a long time since a team like that has won with defense. It uh, might. The Giants. It might. Both it, times. Yeah. No, the um, uh, Peyton Manning. That Broncos team was trash. They, they were so bad. It was just Von Miller and well, who? Uh, what's his face? Elvis Dumerville, I think, was on yeah. that one as well. Yeah. They were just kicking the shit out of everyone outside of that it was cj anderson and um the hell was the other running back i can't even remember uh whatever it doesn't matter yeah it was but it it happened hey man (laughs) i'm gonna cross my fingers i'm gonna cross my fingers uh when the giants make it to the playoffs i promise if if any of the nfc teams whoever wins it looks like it's going to be the uh especially if the cowboys lose tonight it's going to be the r words or the giants and I'm going to put a bet on them to win that first game because they're probably going up against the Rams, the Seahawks, or the uh, Bucks. They'll go up against probably one of those teams. And all of them have, yeah, all see? of them have big balls. Yeah, I, I, I like that. Giants, was- Giants have played all of them tight, uh, almost beat two of them, beat one of them. I don't know. It's a possibility, What's, man. What was the uh, What was the plus money on that? Oh, I don't know yet. Well, it's not. We don't. We don't have it yet. I have to wait oh, till okay. they make the playoffs. But when they oh, do, I'm putting okay. a bet. I will oh, put a bet. Play on that. Okay. No, I will. Right. That'll be sweet. But until then, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, here's a fun one: Rams 38, Cardinals 28. Uh, I think one thing that people don't realize, while we have been having a lot of fun with the Cardinals, they are a hail mary away from losing five in a row. 
right mm-hmm. now after this game. So it's definitely kind of like, hey, they're fun, but they're really not actually that good. I think they're six and six now. They lost to the Patriots in kind of heartbreaking fashion, but they did. Uh, they lose this game pretty handily. I mean, it was weird. They were up, they were down. Then the Rams had that pick six, and that's pretty much when things just went sideways, and it, it was over then. Um, twenty-eight. That made it thirty-eight to twenty-one. It was pretty much done. So uh, Jared Goff, three fifty-one and a touchdown. Not too bad. He also had one on the ground as well. Cam Akers, here we go. Twenty-one attempts, seventy yards, and a touchdown. Daryl Darrell Henderson, three attempts for forty-nine yards and a touchdown. You gotta. Gotta yeah. gotta love that. Yeah. Um, and Arnold, let's not forget two. Oh two no, for two touchdowns, sixty-one yards. Hey man, shout out to Big Dan Arnold. One was for fifty-nine yards. The other was for two, but they both yep. were touchdowns. Yep. Um, Bobby Trees, eleven targets, ten receptions, eighty-five yards. Not a bad day. Cooper Cup, eight for seventy-three. Tyler Higby, four for twenty-four, but he got in the end zone, so that would have made it worth it if I played him over Hayden Hurst. DeAndre Hopkins, eight for 52. Got a touchdown. That was nice. Um, this Cardinals team, man, they, uh, I guess Kyler Murray can't run the ball anymore, or just is deciding not to. And yep. they haven't looked good ever since. He, he must be favoring that shoulder then. It, I mean, it must physically hurt him to where he doesn't want to get hit. Yeah. That's get the only hit, thing I can think of. Yeah. They might have told him to take it easy and we'll deal with it. Uh, that That's the only thing I can think of because. I mean, that's the only thing that's changed. And Hopkins has only been playing on one side of the field the last few weeks. We were talking about that on on Mm -hmm. Discord, but he hasn't moved. I think he's – I can't remember what side, but he's only been playing on one side of the field. And I think that's that's either because of his ankle injury that he had earlier uh, several weeks back or it's because of the shoulder and he wants to get in a position where he's closer to to, uh, Murray on his routes. I like that. I didn't realize that is pretty impressive. So thank you for the analysis there. And that's why you come to windailysports.com backslash chat to get into that expert discord chat, which again, for the olds out there, for the people that don't understand discord instant messenger for sports, where we help you win money. Remember AOL chat chat rooms. It's It's AOL chat rooms, but for for younger folk. So you brought it up. Sia brought it up on our live stream for NFL betting show. So now I got to ask you, what was the best slash worst AOL screen name you ever had, Stoby? Oh, you, you guys know it. I've had the same. I've had the same screen name since I was fifteen years old. Oh, Nobody's man. Yeah, yeah. I kept. I've, I've been Stoby. Mm. Yeah, like it's pretty good. It works, and it it's unique. Nobody ever takes it. Um, so mm. it pans out for me. I never. I hate having to change my username and passwords. That's all it is. I'm just lazy. Respect. So, <laughs> you know what I mean. I'm gonna stick with it. I I won't forget it. Like I still know my parents' phone number from. 30 years ago. I like that. Uh, my parents' phone number. I guess I probably shouldn't say it down here. They don't mm. live there or have that number anymore. So I guess yeah, if you I, called it. I don't. It's 797549. Like, it, it, they don't have that number anymore. Yeah, I like but that. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Not not as cool as Sia Mac Daddy. So I do have. Sia Mac Daddy was nice. It is pretty I, fantastic. I was, I was waiting for something to do with his hair care products. In there yeah, somehow. right. A little disappointing it wasn't. Um, all right, let's move on. Uh, this game was just a nothing but a beatdown, man it was so sad pink uh, patriots 45 chargers zero anthony lynn sucks uh how he's not fired after a game like this i don't understand i i don't know man there's nothing good that came out of this game the patriots didn't even look good i honestly still don't understand how they put up 45 points with cam newton throwing for 69 yards and a touchdown um 
I I just they don't. They, they hid Cam Newton's throwing. That's how they won by that much. Well, like that's uh, just insane. Yeah, it's. Uh, they are they are an ugly looking football team. I don't know what to make of of the Chargers. That that should not have happened. The Patriots defense has not been that good this year, and the Chargers offense has not been that bad at any point. I mean, Herbert's been playing like an NFL veteran, like a good NFL veteran, yeah. ever since he stepped in. So this, I don't. I mean, it's it's only coaching. That's the only thing it can be is coaching, and it, he shouldn't. Honestly, he shouldn't be there because they've lost a lot of close games, and now they're just getting the brakes beat off of them by a mediocre team. It doesn't. It shouldn't happen. They should be winning some of these. It is pretty damn sad. Um, but yeah, hopefully, you know, not trying to go after another man's job. But Jesus, yeah, Christ, I know. Man, I, man, you suck. Look, I, I'm not even gonna. I, like, and just like you said, they, somebody's gonna be losing their job over it more than likely. But maybe a change of scenery will work out for everybody. It would be nice. And to talk about changing jobs, let's move on to the Philadelphia Eagles and the Green Bay Packers. Jalen Hurts is now your starting quarterback, Philadelphia Eagles fans. I don't even think you can rejoice because let's remember, Jalen Hurts is not a good quarterback. I think that part needs to be said more often than not. They took a bad quarterback in the second round instead of saying, hey, Carson, we believe in you and we gave you this gigantic, ginormous contract that hasn't even kicked in yet, actually kicks in next year. So we want to help you. Instead, they said, let's draft a bad quarterback in the second round. So I'm 100% for it. Jalen Hurts is starting for your Philadelphia Eagles moving forward. He came in, I guess there was like a little bit of a spark, but five of 12 for 109, a touchdown and a pick. Uh, Miles Sanders, let's not give him the ball. Only 10 attempts. I think he caught maybe, nope, zero catches. Zero catches. Great job, Doug Peterson. Um, Let's talk about the Eagles and how much they suck before we get to the Packers. I could say a lot. Yeah, Sanders was the other guy that was overloaded on a running back. So it it was a bad week on the DFS side for me. I honestly, I, I I was not so bold as to put it in my monkey knife fight article. I was actually going to put that in there. Like I was talking about how bad Wentz is playing right now. And I, I was going to say, I don't even, I'm not even sure he's going to make it to the end of this game as a starter. He's, he has developed bad habits from having to run for his life for so long. Mm-hmm. And now he's making terrible decisions and he's making terrible throws, terrible reads because he has no time. And now when he gets time, his clock is sped up. So now he's still making terrible decisions, even when he has protection. Yes. Uh, my favorite my favorite part about this whole story is Doug Peterson told Carson Wentz that Jalen Hurts was going in for a play. <laughs> I love it. I maybe, love it. Maybe, maybe we can go ahead and... He was uh, going uh, in for uh, a play. Turns out you are now the not starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. I love it. I freaking love it. Um, Carson Wentz, go play in Indianapolis and be really, 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 really good. I'll root for you. If he, yeah, if, yeah, if he can go ahead and re-remember how to how to you know trust his protection, that that might not be bad. I, maybe go back to. I hope he doesn't go to New England. I don't want to see. No, that. no, 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 no. Don't be, don't be like that. I go I, back I to go to Indianapolis. Go back I to like Frank Reich. Frank Reich was the actual illustrator of that offense that the Eagles won the Super Bowl with. It wasn't Doug Peterson, everybody. Just want you guys to know. Uh, Nick Foles called Philly Philly, and Frank Reich 
did everything else when it comes to the offense. John T. Filippo had more to do with that friggin' offense than Doug Peterson did. And Doug Peterson just gets like, he goes for it on fourth down too much. That's really the only thing he's good at. Uh, so yeah, I am excited to watch the Eagles burn, burn, burn in hell. Uh, okay, so let's go to the positive side. The Packers, Aaron Rodgers, 295, three touchdowns. Aaron Jones, 15 for 130 and a touchdown. He had a 770-yard touchdown to end the game, essentially, which was awesome. Uh, with as bad as the Eagles were playing, they were actually within one score. They had a punt return for a touchdown that Jalen Hurts throws a touchdown pass, a pretty nice one, actually. And then there's the then the Packers go like three and out or really don't do too much. Then they punt return for a touchdown, make it interesting. And then um, Aaron Jones gets the ball and just rumbles and stumbles his way down the field. Devontae Adams, 10 for 121 and two touchdowns. Big Bob Tanyan, four for 39 and a touchdown. I don't really think there's too much that we need to like talk about. The Packers, that, are yeah, nothing, the Packers, the Packers are exactly what, yep. what we all kind of thought they were. And Matt LaFleur still does not utilize Aaron Jones as much as he should. I, I mean, that's that's my only knock on, on this team. And I take this one personally just because I am a Packers fan, for those of you who don't know. Um, LaFleur and his desire to mix in Jamal Williams as much as he has is incredibly frustrating. Aaron Jones is too good. It doesn't make any sense. He is really good, but is it? And now, again, you've watched many more of like, or at least more of the snaps than I have. I've either watched the Packers in red zone or, you know, again, with their, if they're on national television, not national, if they're on national television or if they're just in the local market that I'm in. Um, it felt like Aaron Jones really had a stranglehold on that offense. And then he got hurt. And ever since he's been hurt, Jamal, Jamal Williams has been in, what feels like much more often. Now you tell me, it does do the numbers, does a snap share actually say that? Is that something I'm just thinking or no, no, uh you're you're not it, the snap share still does lean towards Aaron Jones more, but what's happening is you're remembering Williams being in more because he's in more key down situations. It, that for some reason he gets brought in more in third down, more in these, you know, you know, third and you know, third and one, or they they want to do this little trick play uh, here. You know, third and eight. For some reason, they take Aaron Jones out, who actually played receiver when they didn't have any receivers and yep. caught the ball. I, that's the thing that doesn't make any sense. He is a true three down back. He's good. He's great at all of it, and it just seems like he favors Williams on those, on a lot of those third down plays and a lot of those key plays near the goal line. I don't, I don't get it. I don't know, man. I think uh, hopefully by design for, to either protect Jones injury or to protect him from himself. I don't really know. That dude is incredible going somewhere else next year to get paid though. I think we all can agree upon that. Somebody's going to pay that. I know they drafted uh, what's that was AJ Dillon. Whatever. It's, he's not Aaron Jones. No, he's not. He's a power back, and they don't even use him any, so I don't know what in the world. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. You got Aaron Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones, so you're going to draft a quarterback in your first round and a running back in the second round. Yes. Makes perfect sense. Yes. If this was the Eagles, I would make fun of them much more. But I, Yeah. Hey, I just try to keep from pulling my hair out about that one. It's like, no, we didn't need any wide receivers. <laughs> You have Devontae Adams, honestly. You might not need any wide receivers. That's yeah. the craziest part. But. Yeah, nobody's – you know, we don't need Equinamia oh. St. Brown and, and Marcus Valdez-Scantling as the number two or Lazard. But yeah. I mean, pretty good, but we need a, a true number two. Yeah. That would 
I can see where you're coming from on that one. Um, all right. So that was the Sunday main slate. Let us move on. We had a bunch of like weird. We had a Sunday night to Monday night. And obviously, as I said, the Tuesday night is currently going. The Chiefs, the Broncos divisional game. Chiefs were favored by a million. They don't cover the spread. They do end up winning because they're the Chiefs. We all kind of knew they were going to end up winning in some capacity. Uh, anybody who played Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, sorry, they they you got got, uh, and I'm uh, one of those guys. I got got, and it's you weren't listening to me in chat then. I wasn't. See, that's why you need to follow me in Discord. I really have to pay more attention <laughs> to you in Discord, Sylvia. Yeah. Um, also, the team that I played him on, I had like literally nobody else to play, so it was just kind of like it sucks. Uh, it happens. Not strong. much I can do about it. Yeah, not okay. much. Okay, I, well, I mean that. I, that I get it. Because he was active, you never exactly, know. Exactly, yeah. But it, yeah, it was just I didn't see they're they're not going to risk him. I mean, he was out there. He he was you know blowing it out both ends for three days, completely dehydrated. Puts him at an increased risk of injury. Even though mm-hmm. if he even if he is active, I Andy Reid is not the type of guy that's going to put his players in a situation like that. No, Andy Reid is uh, what I like to think is a good human being. And Patrick Mahomes is a goddamn good quarterback as well. 25 of 43, 18, and a touchdown. It's actually like kind of pedestrian night for Patrick Mahomes when you you kind of put it in those terms. He did have a couple yards rushing. He should have had two more touchdowns. The Tyreek Hill one where he kind of bobbled it, which was like a circus catch. He did catch it. And then there was that kind of like BS holding call that took back another Tyreek Hill one. Backflip. Yeah, took back another Tyreek Hill one. Travis Kelsey is an absolute animal. Eight for 136 and a touchdown. I think he is now in the lead for most receiving yards. Him, Hill, and DK Metcalf all have the most receiving yards in the league. I think they're kind of just jostling for position as time goes on. Kansas City, I guess they ran the ball. I mean, Patrick Mahomes scrambles four times, so I don't know how much that you want to call that a run, but they run the ball about 21 times, 20-ish times, 22 times, whatever it is, a little over 100 yards, but... Why run the ball at this point? Honestly, like who cares? Yeah, there's, there's. I mean, if it's working, you don't need to really change it up. Uh, it's, you know, I mean, it's good to have that in your back pocket for the playoffs in the event that you need it. But when you have as many weapons weapons as Kansas City has, I mean, in the, there's not really any reason for it. You're just kind of piling on, just piling on at this point. So hopefully, Ceh gets healthy and better and is is pretty damn good next year. We'll see what happens. Uh. On the Denver side, hmm, Drew Locke, guess he kind of sucks. Uh, Melvin Gordon, 15 for 131. Philip Lindsay, 14 for 26. So really uh, outside of a nice 65-yard run from Melvin Gordon, not really too, too much going on there. Noah Fant, man, that would be cool if he had a good quarterback. Uh, Tim Patrick, two touchdowns, that's cool. And Jerry Judy, one for five. So shout out Justin Jefferson. What's up, brother? What yeah, is up? Yeah, Minnesota's definitely winning this one. And that's the thing, yeah, it – I guess they were right to lock Cousins up the way that it is because who yeah. uh, who else are you going to get? You know that's that's yeah. always the thing when you're talking about trading away your quarterbacks. Like who would you get? And that's why I hope the Cowboys don't sign Dak because that would be hysterical. Uh, let's move on to the last Monday night game. Or no, this is the first Monday night game. I apologize. The Washington Football Club ends up beating the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh's up fourteen to three at the half somehow screw this game up. Ben throws for 305, has a couple touchdowns. They can't run the ball for shit. Alex Smith, 296, a touchdown. Uh, Antonio Gibson pretty much gets hurt on like the second play of the game, unfortunately, so he's out of the game. Logan Thomas, 9 for 98, and a touchdown. 
I don't know. I don't see a statistic here for it, but my God, it felt like every other pass that been through the, one of those wide receivers dropped it. It was absolutely insane. I don't know if you felt that like I did, but like, what the last hell, man? Weeks. Last last two weeks, they've been yep. dropping it like crazy, and it's not just one or two. It's all of them. They're all dropping passes. It doesn't make any sense, and that that is what costs them a football game. Yeah, and, it is. I mean, it's good on them that the, you know Washington showed up and they won at the end of the day. That that's what matters. But yeah, you. Pittsburgh, you're a ten and zero team. You shouldn't be winning, losing to anybody in the NFC East. Nobody. Hey, NFC East is the strong, most competitive division. I will I say like, that. I like, I like the wording on that. It's yes. all, it's all about the wording. <laughs> got to spin it, brother. I got to spin it. Yes, it's the most competitive division. So, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I honestly stopped watching this game at halftime because I think I came to do a show, uh, and I come back up to a couple text messages saying, haha, Pittsburgh, you're stupid. And it's just like, what, how the hell did that happen? So kind of funny, but um, yeah, I mean, Deontay Johnson gets in the box. James Washington gets in the box. Matthew Wright has his first real field goal. So shout out to him. And uh, Peyton Barber gets a touchdown outside of Logan Thomas. But yeah, man, this was crazy. I, I, James Conner has sucked this year, mm. but they clearly need somebody to run behind. I think they had their center out again. Uh, Might have had another offense down, another offensive lineman, if I'm not mistaken, too. So that obviously doesn't help. But there's no reason you lose this game, especially up 14 to three. Now there was that ridiculous, whatever the hell that happened at the end of the half that gave the uh, football team that three points. It made no sense. Shout out Alex Smith for being a savvy veteran. But yeah, outside of that, man, they, they no reason they should have lost this game. Yeah, no, they, they had no excuse. And they'll say the same thing. Tomlin will say there is no excuse for that. We shouldn't have lost that football game. And why they only run the ball 12 times when they have the lead, it, it makes no sense. But it, they'll they'll adjust. I mean, this is their wake-up call. Uh, this might actually be bad for everybody else. Yeah, yeah, they they were going to lose at some point. And this was, again, like a really good time, I guess, to lose, considering they – had their Thanksgiving game pushed to Wednesday and then only five days later have to come play a team in Washington who, while isn't a very great offense, Antonio Gibson is a monster. He gets hurt, so you don't have the excuse there. But that front seven is is, is incredible, right? Like, we all can agree upon that. Montez Sweat, Chase Young, uh, Bostic, while he is a douchebag, like, he's pretty good at, you know, rushing the passer and doing his thing there. So good personal, you know issues aside. yeah yeah you know it is what it is um but yeah i mean it, it kind of made sense uh for them to lose that game just because of everything that's wacky now hopefully they get back onto a normal schedule and you know they can kind of go do their thing but hey now they're tied with the chiefs and we'll see what happens if they give them home field throughout that's that's not good, not be good. yeah you don't want to play an arrowhead especially no, with, especially no, with vaccines coming out I don't think it'll be out in time. I think we're going to be fine there. Uh, let's move on. Uh, we have the Buffalo Bills. We have the San Francisco 49ers. What's up, Sia? Josh Allen, 32 of 40, 375, four touchdowns. Take that out and put it on the table, Josh Allen. Stop walking around with a gun in your pants, dude. Absolutely fantastic. Not too much on the ground, but who the hell cares? They did their thing. Cole Beasley nine for 130 in a touchdown stefan Diggs 10 for 92 gabe davis gets in the box dawson knox gets in the box isaiah mckenzie gets in the box josh allen was slinging it uh we then have on the other side nick mullins 318 three touchdowns did have a couple picks weird rushing i guess for the 49ers jeff wilson raheem Mostert both go over 40 yards 
Debo, not so much. He had six for 73, which was solid. But Brandon Ayuk, five for 95. And a touchdown. Jordan Reed also gets in the box. Shout yeah. out. Oh, and Kyle Juszczyk. Wow, I did not notice yeah. that. Juszczyk almost scored, too. Yeah, he got in got in the box, baby. Got in the box. Um, I mean, not too much from the San Francisco side. I mean, solid outings by uh, Samuel and Ayuk. Uh, how about Josh Allen, though? Talk to me and tell me some things that I can then tell Sia. I, I don't really know, Joe. I, I, I don't know what to make about this because he'll go through these hot and cold streaks where he just looked, he looks like the best quarterback in the NFL. And he'll do it for three or four games, and then he'll have two or three where he just shits the bed. And, and this, I mean, I, I had him in a lot of my in a lot of my showdown at captain actually because I, I kind of had a feeling, but you know, I wasn't expecting him to to do all of this. You know, San Francisco's gotten healthy; mm-hmm. they're they're getting healthier on the defensive side. I know they don't have all their pieces, but I mean, they're they're getting they're getting close at this point, and for him to shred the Niners defense who was shutting everybody down last year. It doesn't, that's just, I don't know what to make of it. it yeah. It's, it's really interesting. He's uh, made a leap as far as accuracy goes. Yes. That I just was not expecting him to make. Yeah. That is not how it works. You don't get more accurate when you go from Wyoming to the NFL. Uh, and we saw that he really wasn't very accurate his first few years, but all of a sudden dude comes out, he is slinging the ball. Maybe all he needed was like a real wide receiver and Stefan Diggs. He had John Brown and Jaron Brown for like three years. So what the hell did you expect from the guy? But finally, you give him a receiver, opens the field up. Cole Beasley's been pretty solid as well, especially the last couple of weeks. And hey, man, Josh Allen, let's go. I'm, I'm here for it. Bill's Mafia, I'm in. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. I'm, I'm going to enjoy it. I remember watching them back in uh, back when they had uh, Thurman Thomas and, you know, Don Beebe and all them and out there jim kelly slinging it around that was that was some that was some fun times back in the mid 90s loved it were the days i was four so thank you stoby <laughs> uh, but no it's, it was a lot of fun uh it has been pretty cool glad hopefully the the bills win the division be the first time in a minute which would be really cool and it looks like it's theirs and the dolphins to lose at this point i don't see the patriots going whatever and oh the rest of the way but yeah, let's go Bills, man. And as I said before, we do have this uh, Tuesday night football game going on, and we're going to end it essentially at halftime. And the Cowboys are losing 17 to 10. So, um, yeah, if you're if you're listening to this now, we don't know how this game ended, but the Cowboys probably lost. I think yeah. we can agree. Yeah, we should have just acted like the Cowboys lost the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and the Cowboys lose by 100. All right. Oh, yeah. um, Stoby, appreciate the heck out of you my friend uh where can everybody find you on the internet at stoby right there uh find me in discord david stowe at at uh on facebook and you can find me on our uh reddit page where i uh i run all the the posts and whatnot and for anybody who didn't see the showdown uh live stream um going to be doing a free roll for everybody on DraftKings. If you are a Reddit member, you're subscribed to our group. The winner will get a month of free uh, gold membership for when daily sports. Oh, and let's not bury the lead. You know, talk about what happened today for you. Today? Oh, for I wrote you. a book. Go check it out. 99 cents winning in sports business. Jason's in it too, which was pretty cool. So if you haven't read his book, his book's like two ninety nine on Amazon. Mine's I 99. Got it. So, yep. I, you know, now I got yours. Look at that. Nice and easy. We're writing books everywhere around here. I had to do something during quarantine. So, 
oh, decided yeah. to write a book. Why not? But yes, thank you, Stovey. I do appreciate that. Yes, winning in sports business, interviewed some incredible people, got to talk to them about how they got into the industry, what they've been doing while they've been here, and how they're crushing it. So yeah, thanks, Stovey. I appreciate it. You can follow me at Michael Raziel one I'll follow him, as he said, at Stobie. No, uh, no fun name there. I mean, it's not a bad name, but it's not like you know, embarrassing or anything. Uh, follow us at Windaily Sports, windailysports.com backslash chat if you want updated news, how to build your lineups. Don't play CEH. See, I should have just been in the chat. I would have been much better. Um, but yeah, I think that's about it. We appreciate the heck out of each and every one of you. For Stoby, for myself, for the Windaily Sports family, we hope you make it a very profitable week 14 in the NFL. Take it easy. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.